0: It's like another week where we say we don't need an intro. Let's just skip right to what we're going to get to. It's another fast-forward edition. Get ready and tighten your seatbelt. Here we go. This is FritzCast. Cut it. Perfect. Nice. Beautiful. I, first off, welcome. It's Monday. June 19th, 2017, and welcome to another edition of the FritzCast. And there is something really different about today and about today's show. For instance, uh, the music abruptly ended uh, because GarageBand got updated and I can't find my little... You know, I I could adjust and play with the audio volume of each individual track that I was... um, doing up for a podcast or any project really that I was doing on the program. So that's, that's missing. <laughs> that's missing. That's number one. Number two, finally, F- finally, can I do this like direct Finally, the rock has come back. Finally, Fritz, thanks to my wonderful, beautiful, amazing wife, I finally have a brand new computer, a brand spanking new iMac. It's 21.5 inches, one, terabri- one terabyte hard drive. Uh, do I do I want to get nerdier? I can. I can hit about this Mac, and it'll immediately pop up the window because it's brand new. Oh, my God. I love this. It has a 2.3 gigahertz Intel Core i5 processor. It has 8 gigabytes of RAM. Intel graphics, yada yada, the rest of it's bullcrap. The point is, is that now I'm not on my old iMac anymore. There's no hiccups. Booting up this episode and going in to record it, aside from the adjusting and fading out of the music and all that, which I'm just time tight. I'm just trying to dive in and do the episode this week. Next week, we return. As usual, and now that I have a new fancy computer, more stuff is coming. It's amazing. My office is cleaned up me and my wife cleaned up the office i've got a brand new imac that runs perfectly i mean you know you know how much more audio you're going to hear on the show right now just because i can record it without it having hiccups and and gaps and it taking forever i my wife should know how much i love it she should she should count it as a birthday christmas and like valentines present all in one exactly what i need if the audio sounds a little off, I still have to tweak around with uh, my microphone on this computer. But it's a beautiful piece of work. And uh, over, over the course of the last week, too, me and my wife have replaced every light fixture in this house with a ceiling fan so that we can have al- air circulating and, and it be more comfortable. And that's bu- that's a beautiful thing. They're lovely ceiling fans. They're They look great. Installing them was not that much of a headache, but it still was a little bit of a headache So we got all that going on right now and you might actually be able to hear this I just got home from work So odd to say that on a Monday More on that in a minute I just got back from work and it was the clouds were so dark That I felt perhaps this was judgment day and the fires of hell were going to rain down on earth. That's that's how I felt, legitimately driving home. No no lie. Um that's how it looked. When I uh, when I when I looked when driving back home. That's just how it looked. And it was scary. I was scared. And now it's pouring down rain. Uh so yeah, uh second week field training officer and what's great is that I have a buddy from work who is cycled into the program now. It's his first go around on it, and it's great to get somebody else to work off of. Excuse me, I'm drinking cherry, doctor, doctor Pe- cherry, doctor pepper. I, d- I don't know how you're supposed to phrase it. Last week, I had to work with these four new uh, recruits, so to speak. They, they they're graduated, sworn in officers. So I had to work in with these four people technically five, somebody was transferring in uh, from the institution that uh, had the riot and uh, saw the the murder of Sergeant Stephen Floyd. So I had five people all together, but I was by myself, all right? The ITA, the Institutional Training Administrator, was out on training. (laughs) So I was flying solo. Uh, Thank God I had another sergeant FTO person who could come in from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, And lend me a hand. So it wasn't just me. It was kind of cool just being me. But a little hectic. Now we have another guy cycling through. And I love it because it's somebody else. It's a different face. A different personality. Different experience. Mm -hmm. And more good dialogue. That's going on. Which is great. And the dialogue that we have with these new guys is great. It's something that we used to never do before. I love that Aspect of my job I love doing that part of my job If you ever hear me complaining about my job Just say FTO And I'll go, oh yeah, I probably should shut up (laughs) And that's the God's honest truth about it That's the God's honest truth So other than that And that hectic craziness Going on I'll work a couple of overtimes this week, but I'll enjoy most of the evenings off with my wife. I think we're getting ready and plotting to do a beach day over the weekend. Which even one day at the beach, I mean, it'll be great. I'll sit down, and I'll read my book. Sidebar, by the way, I finished reading Gods and Generals. I uh, I hope to either do a blog post, uh, a video cast, a rare video cast. And now that I have newer equipment and better setup, that might come into play a little bit more. Who knows. I want to review Gods and Generals And it's, you know, it's we're coming up on Civil War time I actually just started reading the next book in line The Killer Angels, which is uh, centered around Gettysburg Which, July, July 1863 We're coming up on July soon We're going to be hitting the anniversary of Gettysburg again And I want to actually, I, I want to have a nice long discussion about Gettysburg If I can But Gods and Generals was a pretty amazing book Far different from the the film If you've ever seen the movie Far, far different I think it would be interesting to talk about the differences Between the book Between the movie And History I've found the book I was googling a lot After reading certain chapters of the book Seeing like is this what actually happened Is this how it went down And sure enough it did And that is just so It's weird It's Very, very weird So we'll look into all of those and maybe, just maybe, a little more. Uh, But we'll take that as we can. We'll take that as we can. we see what comes of it. Uh, Be sure to check out the blog, too, before I dive into anything else. Be sure to check in at the blog, fritzcast.wordpress.com. Thank you all for, for visiting there, reading the articles that I post up. It means a lot to me. Those of you who give likes and comments, I appreciate that. Uh, So keep it rolling and share it. Please share it with the world. Even if it's somebody that you think wouldn't agree with me, some people like getting the different perspectives like I do. So that'd be awesome. So taking a break from the usual Donald Trump politics, politics, politics bull crap that I talk about a lot. the, uh, the, The thing that I'm going to talk about right now it's still, it's still politics, so for those of you who are like, oh, he's finally... Nah, sorry. I just, you know... It's not how it works <laughs> sometimes <laughs> at all. So, let's talk about Michelle Carter. D- does that name ring a bell-, bell to you, Michelle Carter? If it doesn't, she is... She was on trial. She's 20 years old, on trial... She's the girl that was sending text messages to her boyfriend encouraging him to commit suicide. Uh, The text messages that led up to the teen's suicide that I'm pulling from CNN, which I know some of you might be fake news, fake news. It's not so fake, all right? These are from 2014 and all that. So here's Carter to her boyfriend text messages over the phone. Uh, Carter, quote, But the mental hospital would help you. I know you don't think it would, but I'm telling you, if you could give them a chance, they can save your life. Carter, quote, Part of me wants you to try something and fail just so you can go get help. Roy, quote, It doesn't help. Trust me. Carter, quote, So what are you going to do then? Keep being all talk and no action and every day go through saying how badly you want to kill yourself? Or are you going to try to get better? Roy, quote, I can't get better. I already made my decision. That was June 19th. Here's June 23rd's exchanges. Carter, quote, How do you want to harm yourself? Roy, quote, Something I don't know yet. Carter, quote, Please don't. Roy, quote, I hate myself. I'll always hate myself. I'm never going to view myself as good. I'm so far behind. Carter, quote, What is harming yourself going to do? Nothing. It will make it worse. Roy, make the pain go away like you said. Carter, it will make the pain go away temporarily, but when you're done, you'll just regret it and feel even worse. July 7th, 2014. Roy, quote, if you were in my position, honestly, what would you do? Carter, quote, I would get help. That's just me, though. When I have a serious problem like that My first instinct is to go get help Because I know I can't do it on my own Later that day This article goes on to say Carter and Roy discussed the best way for him to produce Carbon monoxide Carter, quote Well there's more, well, there's more ways to make CO Google ways to make it Roy, quote Oh my god, Carter, quote What? Roy, quote Portable generator, that's it July 8th, Carter, quote So, are you sure you don't want to kill yourself tonight? Roy, quote, what do you mean, am I sure? Carter, quote, like, are you definitely not doing it tonight? Roy, IDK, yet I'll let you know. Carter, because I'll stay up with you if you want to do it tonight. Roy, another day wouldn't hurt. Carter, you can't keep pushing it off, though. That's all you keep doing. July 11th. Carter, well, in my opinion, I think you should do the generator because I don't know much about that pump and the generator. And with a generator, you can't fail. July 4th through 12th, series of messages sent over a span of nine days indicates a pause in conversations. Carter, you're going to have to prove me wrong because I don't think you really want this. You just keep pushing it off to another night and say you'll do it, but you never do. Carter, see, that's what I mean. You keep pushing it off. You just said you were going to do it, and now you're saying eventually. Carter, but I bet you'll, you're will you going to be like, oh, it didn't work because I didn't tape the tube right or something like that. I bet you're going to say an excuse like that. Carter, do you have the generator? Roy, quote, not yet, LOL. Carter, well, when are you getting it? Carter, you better not be bullshitting me and saying you're going to do this than purposely get caught. I just realized there's there's a lot of text messages. So, July 11th through 12th. Roy, I'm just too sensitive. I want my family to know there was nothing they could do. I'm entrapped in my own thoughts. Like, no, I would be happy if they had no guilt about it Because I have a bad feeling that this is going to create a lot of depression Between my parents and sisters I'm overthinking everything Expletive I gotta stop and just do it Carter, I think your parents know you're in a really bad place I'm not saying they want you to do it But I honestly feel like they can accept it They know there's nothing they can do They've tried helping, everyone's tried but there's a point that comes where there isn't anything on anyone can do to save you, not even yourself, and you've hit that point, and I think your parents know you've hit that point. You said your mom saw a suicide thing on your computer, and she didn't say anything. I think she knows it's on your mind, and she's prepared for it. Carter, everyone will be sad for a while, but they will get over it and move on. They won't be in depression. I won't let that happen. They know how sad you are, And they know that you're doing this to be happy, and I think they will understand and accept it. They'll always carry you in their hearts. Roy, I don't want anyone hurt in the process, though. I meant when they open the door, all the carbon monoxide is going to come out, and they can't see it or smell it, whoever opens the door. Carter, they will see the generator and know that you died of CO. Roy, hey, can you do me a favor? Carter, yes, of course. Roy, just be there for my family, smiley face. Carter, Conrad, of course. I will be there for your family. I will help them as much as I can get through this. I'll tell them how amazing their son, brother, truly was. There's still more text messages, but I don't want to read them. They're kind of disturbing. The judge, in this case... That, mind you, hinged largely on these text messages. The judge found Michelle Carter guilty of involuntary manslaughter last week on Friday. Now, she's 20 years old, and I believe that charge can get you anywhere up to 20 years in prison. Now, listen. I'm I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm not. When you're a liberty-loving individual, when you take a libertarian stance on things, it's taught me to to take a step back and analyze things from different perspectives. I think Michelle Carter is a terrible person. I really do. I really think that these text these text messages show The mind of a terrible person. Somebody who would try to reassure or urge or edge somebody closer to the cliff of committing suicide. Because most people know people who have suicidal tendencies or thoughts aren't in their right mind. They have something else going on. They're not in their best mental state. I think there's very refined differences... When it comes to talking about this stuff A lot of libertarians Took to the internet And said Words can put you in jail now Words can get you charged on manslaughter Words can kill people Yes and no Absolutely, I think there's a difference between somebody saying Oh, kill yourself You know I think there's a difference between somebody saying that And somebody saying Oh, you're you're suicidal. You you say that you think you want to kill yourself and commit suicide. I I think that's a good idea. What you're not going to do it. You're a pansy, pansy pants. There was clearly a, a built up history of her egging the guy, egging the kid on, who clearly is not in his right mind because he's contemplating suicide. There's some people who would argue that You can't say somebody can't commit suicide Because that would be a personal choice That only affects Physically them I don't like getting into those arguments I don't And I'm not trying to draw this into one of those arguments But the argument that I'm trying to drag this into Is Does it create a slippery slope? Uh, I think it's a good I think that's always a good argument To go to the slippery slope Mechanism, some people say that that is a crutch. I do not see it that way because that is exactly how the government, for example, gets their hands on your rights and then you never get them back. Something that Jason Stapleton on his podcast talks about a lot. About how what the government has control over or gets control over, you rarely ever get that back because it's in the government's hands now. Michelle Carter eggs on this boy her boyfriend for for all that I can tell reading these stories eggs him on and she she sends him some very stupid text messages some very it's like some of those are kind of hard to read At the same token, you ask the question of a person's personal responsibility. So, was it her responsibility to report that her buddy, her friend, is feeling suicidal thoughts? Maybe talk to his parents, you know? There's lots of different routes that could have been taken for that. For Conrad Roy. There's there's lots of different things that could have been done for him, including... In his own household. But they weren't. They weren't, and you have Miss Carter sending a message like uh, I mean, not verbatim here, but more or less, doesn't some of that sound like you pansy. You say you're going to commit suicide, but you're not doing it what a chicken it's horrible that that's really horrible and, and there's probably a lot of people listening out there who have dealt with suicide in their family or with their friends uh I'm no stranger to that uh from my wife's side of the family it's a terrible horrible thing that can happen Then there's that whole debate and argument was the involuntary manslaughter charge was that a little too harsh in this case maybe I don't think anybody I don't think anybody disagrees with the fact that they think this girl is a horrible person and that she should face something but people get sketchy when talking about the charge and the sentencing that's going to be coming up for it just food for thought But how far can that go with your words alone? Alright? Obviously you're a deplorable person if you say somebody should go commit suicide. Or whatever. If if somebody just, you know... The, it's a classic Twitter thing though to say, oh, k- Kill yourself. Just kill yourself. Okay? There's obviously a joking aspect to that. This actually ties into the next story. Words and what they do. Right? Okay, so... We had this. We we had this. Um, what was it? Senatorial, congressional baseball game, right? You had this man by the name of James T. Hodgkins, uh, sixty six years old, who later was found out to be a huge Bernie Sanders fan, worked on Bernie Sanders' uh, election campaign. Opens fire at a baseball practice with Congress members. And in his pocket... Mind you, he died in that shootout. Uh, What what it turned out to be a shootout. Um, He had a list in his pocket that included Republican members of Congress. Uh, This was... He shot Representative Scalise. I'm looking uh, for his name... Yeah, Scalise, Steve Scalise, the U.S. House Majority Whip of Louisiana, took a bullet to his left hip in the assault. Now, uh, he is in uh, good condition now, I do believe. Um, Hodg- Hod- Hod- Hodgkinson. Hod- Hodg- Hodgkinson. Not so much. He's not so much in good shape. It's because he's dead. Uh, which happens when you decide to open fire on a, on a group of people Usually the Capitol Police That might be on the security details Might actually, you know, fire back And kill you It is what it is The whole thing Extremely politicized Within hours Within hours of it happening Politicized For one cause or another Surprisingly, well, this shouldn't be surprising anymore. Not surprisingly, the Republican side, still big on your individual gun rights. The left jumped right on in, talking about gun control, gun control, gun control. I forget, I have a soundbite. I'm not going to put it in. But I have a soundbite of the mayor or the governor somebody commenting on that shooting, in which he says... You know, but this is this is a sad fact of life. You know, we lose ninety three million Mer- Americans a day to gun violence. I this is a shocker. We lose ninety three million Americans to gun violence every day. If we don't do something soon, then the three hundred and twenty some odd million registered voters are going to be wiped out within a, within like a week or so. I'm not very good at math. I'm not. Bear with me. I'm not very good at math, but that means that america's going to be wiped out pretty pretty darn soon pretty it'll be it'll be a handful of weeks and america's gone then uh, you know what happens america goes and then the world goes but absolutely politicized rush to, polit- rush to politicization the new york times ended up posting an article about the 2011 shooting that involved gabby giffords as a victim, in which the New York Times falsely pinned that on Sarah Palin and Tea Party Republicans at the time. Uh, And that resurfaced over the course of this, which led to a big cluster bomb, a cluster poop on Twitter, which is a little ridiculous. Which goes back to something I've said before. You have a shooting... Why can't the blood dry? Why can't the victims be tended to? Why can't anything be done before people start pointing fingers and trying to talk about what they know about? And, mind you, my finger goes at the Republicans, too, a little bit, because they jumped on the fact that this guy was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Now, mind you, maybe the left needs to take a step back and realize what their rhetoric has generated because when you're talking about when they talk about Donald Trump they talk about impeachment they talk about Russia they talk about traitor they talk about dictator they talk about careless ruler i'm building up a pattern here do do, do you not see the pattern that's being built up the the pattern that's being built up is that, and you hear it a lot, and I hear it a lot from people all the time, They, they, those Republicans don't care. Those elitists don't care. They don't care about the lower class. They don't care about us. They want us dead. They're taking away our Medicaid. They're taking away our Medicare. They're taking away everything, and they want us dead. Which, if you take a step back, I mean, first off, I think that's a little extreme. But number two, I think... That rhetoric over and over and over and over again is something that does give some crazy person justifiable means to start inciting violence against people. In this case, it could be violence simply because they're a registered Republican. Is that not a little, like, madness? Isn't that a a little a tad infuriating when you think about it? And mind you, I'm not saying anything because you had Donald Trump standing up at rallies. Punch him in the face. Take his jacket out. It's cold. Let him freeze outside. Not saying that there isn't a balance there, but neither one is good. Neither one is helping either side out. It's not helping... Uh, uh, Advancement of any kind It's not helping any of us out At all It's just causing more strife and grief And ridiculousness and divisiveness And it's a little maddening Just just a little maddening So those those are the two things That I wanted to brush up on the podcast This week And I think I did a fairly good job Considering I squeezed it in At less than 28 minutes, well, now it's past 28 minutes, but you don't care. You're not even looking at the time anyway, and if you are, you're only doing it because I told you to do it, which doesn't mean that you were doing it in the first place, so I still win. That's going to do it for me. As I said, I have this lovely new computer I'm going to be playing on so much this week. This is awesome, and I love my wife, if I've never said that before. I love my wife! Love her. This thing's amazing. I haven't had a hiccup recording. FritzCast is going to get bigger and better because of this amazing powerhouse of a computer. I love it, and I love you. So, like this, share this, comment on it, spread it to the world. Keep your eyes peeled on fritzcast.wordpress.com for some blogs this week. There will at least be one, if not two. Keep your eyes peeled for at least a video blog coming up too because I do have, I I feel it in the works. My office is clean, I could have a camera running and I wouldn't feel embarrassed, probably. Maybe not, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Remember on Twitter it's at Fritz, F-R-I-T-Z, Q-S. Now the display name is Fritzcast Podcast. if that didn't give it away. And then uh, Facebook.com slash Fritzcast. That's it. Love, peace, chicken, grease. I love you all, and I'll see you next week.